and welcome back, everyone. Hey, this is our podcast. What the shit? We're glad to have everyone back. Thank you all for listening the first time. We were super excited watching all of those views go up. Yes, it was so much fun. <laughs> well, I remember when we got our first one. It was it's 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 just our friends right now, but that's fine. Everyone was texting us. They're like, "Oh my god, I love this part and I love this part." It just made my heart happy. Ah, it was very nice. Very nice indeed. Thank you so much. Yes, we hope that you keep coming back. Share us with your friends and family. Yes, yes, because it might get a little bit more crazy. You never know. Oh, it's definitely going to get more crazy. <laughs> yeah, we have lots lots planned, lots coming. So today, because it's two days after Christmas, we thought we would discuss all our crazy Christmas traditions. Yeah, things that, uh, I mean, were traditions for both of us when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to talk about traditions that were things for you as a kid, which is exciting. I'm excited to hear the stories. <laughs> oh... The Agnew household. It had to have been fun growing up in a Mennonite Scottish household. <laughs> it was Catholic. Catholic and Mennonite. Yes, it was It was incredibly... Um, Interesting? Sure. We'll keep it at that. Well, we're not going to keep it at that because you're going to tell us some stories. Oh my. Yes. Yes, we are. You you go ahead first. I'm going to Google something first. Oh, okay. To see if I can pull up um, what my mom, what article my mom was referencing when she she did what she did on a, on a Christmas that I will, oh. I will get to. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we will... Uh... Hence, we don't do homework. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it as we're recording. Um, well, traditions. I... Ever since I could remember as a kid, um, we would start Christmas Eve off. Uh, usually everyone was off. Um, as children, obviously, we get all of the time off from school. Uh, my dad was always on shutdown from factories that he was working in. And then my mom would somehow finagle Christmas Eve off um, when we were younger. And Oh, I had to sell my soul to the <laughs> devil so many times. As an adult, I now realize that. Although... The company that I work for is fabulous, and we also do shut down, so I don't really know because I don't ever have to work between Christmas and New Year's, which is always a great thing. It's just a nice time to relax. So with the traditions, we would always get up early and get started on the day. Uh, We would go and we would start visiting family. When I was a kid, there was a lot of family to visit. There was grandparents aunts and uncles, cousins, um, you know, just about everyone and, and we would go and visit and spend time with and do like lunch at someone's house and dinner at someone else's house and snacks in between. And then of course, you know, as you get older, people get older and people pass away. So you don't get to go and see everyone. And then, you know, you get even older and people are dicks and people are assholes and... Hey, listen, you know what? You, uh, family members? Family sucks? No, 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 no. Family sucks. But, you know, everybody has one or two. You know, that like, crazy uncle that only likes to fucking talk to at the Christmas party. But, um, you're not guaranteed to have the best family ever. Like, n- you 
you don't have to like your family members. You don't even have to love them. Well, I have family that I haven't talked to in over 10 years, and I don't consider them family because I haven't talked to them in over 10 years. And not because of some, you know, oh, they don't live here, they live across the world, or nope, I have a cousin that lives in London right now, and I talk to her more than I talk to 90% of the family that lives 20 minutes drive away from me. Yeah. So, family sucks. We'll just put a blanket on that. And you know what? Family is what you make it is. What you make of it. Like, I have close friends that I consider more of a family than other family members. Oh, yeah. I have a best friend um, who I talked about, I believe, last time on the podcast. What? You keep looking at my no, chest and I'm no, like, what's I'm not, the I'm, I'm actually looking at the back of your microphone. I'm oh, like, okay. No, no, okay. You keep looking and I'm, I'm like, what's sorry. wrong with my chest? Oh my God, no. <laughs> I am the person that will tell you if you have a booger. And if there was a bug crawling on you, do I, I'd be the first one out of the kitchen. Oh, I thought it was like a mark or something that you no, were no. staring at. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I have a, I have a friend. Uh, she's my best friend. She's been my best friend since the beginning of high school. Is when we first met, but honestly, it feels like I've known her forever. Mm-hmm. And I consider her a sister. And I call her son my nephew. Absolutely. Because that's just what they are to me. Yes. I would give my left anything for her. Oh, God, yeah. And my right, too. Yeah. Yeah, like, and yeah, so they're, they're family. For sure. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, you were born into a family... But as you get older, you realize that you don't have to stick with that family, and you can make your own. And that can include some of the family that you're born into, because we still have family members that are related to us that we love, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that I would give my left and right anything for, but there are family members that I would not walk across the street to spit on them if they were on fire. I don't think there's anybody that I wouldn't walk across the street to spit on. (laughs) Oh, there's a lot of people. I would walk across the street to spit on any single one of them. <laughs> nope. If it meant that there was a tiny little piece of that fire that got to go out, then nope. Not happening. I would stand on the other side of the street, whip my phone up, make a video, and laugh the whole time. No. But I'm also a sadistic motherfucker, so. I, I wish death in other ways on some of them. I I never wish death upon someone. Oh, gosh. Nope. You always... I'm evil that way. You always gotta wish the bad shit. Mm. Death is easy. Mm. Death it's is satisfying. It's it's final though. It would be final. It is, but it's much better to wish infinite paper cuts. <laughs> and hope that and hand sanitizer. Three of their three of their car tires get slashed at the same time. Just three? Yeah. Cause if it's four, then the insurance company will cover it, but if it's only three, then you have to pay out of pocket for it. What happens if it keeps happening? Do you think your insurance company's gonna keep paying? Um, no, which is why I would, infinite. <laughs> infinite tires. I hope you all, I hope three of your tires are always flat and always slashed. Oh, Lord. Okay, Christmas. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's Christmas without some family drama, though? Let's be real. Tire slashies. So, yeah, so we would go and visit people as kids. On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. We would go and visit family. I think my favorite person ever to go and visit was Grandma D. Mm -hmm. Loved her to death. Um, She was... If you could put a holiday in a person, she was Christmas. Yeah. She loved 
all of those little, those annoying toys in Walmart down that one aisle where you <laughs> press the buttons and they all make noise. Yep, yep. She loved them and we knew it and we bought them for her. And Papa Al hated us for yeah, it. Poor Papa Al. <laughs> I will never God forget when soul. she passed. We went over to help start packing up. And so there was a box at her place that he had packed up for us. Mm-hmm. And we went over and he shoved it towards us and said, this is yours. You're going to take it. And there's going to be no questions asked. And I remember, I can't remember if it was you or dad, but one of you opened it. Mm-hmm. And it was all of the musical things that we had ever bought for her. Yeah. And he was like, here, you can have them back. I don't want them. Yeah. Take them out of my house. Yes. (laughs) And so we ended up with a box full of musical items. Yeah. We gladly donated them. Not all of them. them, Some of them we kept. Yeah. Because I I still have her um, singing Jingle Bell Wreath. Oh, right. Her Christmas one. Yep. Oh, all the stuff that we used to do over at Grandma D's. Oh, I miss Grandma D. And before they renovated the basement, I don't know if you guys remember that one wall that they had. No, it you guys like always a, talk about it. It was like a forest, and they had little cutouts of everybody on the in the forest. They had like a bear, and there was a horse, and it was just, it was hilarious. No, I don't remember. I just, I remember sitting there just staring at the wall and listening to everybody else, because we used to go over... And it wasn't just our family that was over there. There was other others there as well. Oh yeah, like she had she had a bunch of kids. She had nine kids. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they would so, have family come over. Or yeah, and her we, friends would be always, over. Yeah, and we would all or you know like other like great aunts or whatever. Yeah, whatever. We would either in the afternoon or in the evening. And after some of the kids were like the great grandkids were born. On Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. she decided that, you know, she would much rather be at their birthday parties because it is her grand great-grandson. Yeah. Or grandchildren. Sorry. Um, and we either got pushed into the morning or into the later evening. Whatever. We always made time for Grandma D and Papa Yeah, Al. and Grandma D and Papa Al always made time for us. Yes, yes. And it was later, later in um, our relationship that they actually started coming into the house because they didn't want to put us out and they didn't want to make us feel like they were, I, I don't know, they that they were putting us out by coming in for tea or something. They would always say, we're coming over, and they would just drop and go. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they would always like... But they always came in and saw our tree. Oh, Grandma T loved our trees. Always. She always had to come in and look at them. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't until later in the, in the relationships like that we made with them and yeah. got closer with them. I think it was as the her other grandkids were growing up and stopped going to see her and stopped paying a lot of attention to her. Yeah, it's possible. And we were like, oh cool, there's more attention for us to take of you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we love you so much. Like, let come and bring your attention over here and, and we will give you all of the attention. Yeah. And yeah, like, I think that's when they would come in and they would have, we would get some Christmas cookies out and we would all sit down and have a, have a chat and have some tea. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's funny just how, like, just sitting here remembering all, all those things because we used to have to go to the other side as well, right? Mm -hmm. And we were always told that we never spent enough time with the other side and that is... 
so far. Like, I was there behind the scenes before anybody else was. Yeah, like, I remember as a kid going to the other side at least at the minimum once a week Mm -hmm. for dinner. Yep. And the only reason I remember that is because of the love her to death. I love her so much, but the nasty ass food that she would make. Yeah. And it was just for us, just for Ben and I. I know. I know. And you were so like, I remember you were like, you guys are exaggerating with how like bad this is. And you tried it once. And that was the last time we ever let her cook for us. And we ended up always bringing food or going out. Because she would start in the morning and she would put on the slow cooker and she would take those like... The slow cooker, people. The slow cooker. She would turn it on low in Not the high. morning. Not high. Low. And she would put in like a butt ton of plum sauce or sweet and sour no, sauce. it was the red sauce that like the sweet and sour red sauce. Yeah, like, like a Chinese the- food yeah. red sauce. Like that bright cherry sauce. Yeah. And she would put a bunch of that in there, and then she would put, like, M&M meats, chicken nuggets, because we were kids. Yeah, it was like it was like the M&M's meat version of Jane's Yeah, because they were breaded. Yeah. At one point, they yeah. were breaded. <laughs> there was breading on them. And she would put them in there, mm-hmm. in, in the sweet and sour sauce, and cook them from the morning until we arrived, and it was dinner time. It was submerged, like a stew. Like, like she cooked it like a stew or like, like meatballs in like Swedish meatballs in like a gravy. But like you don't cook them for hours on end. You Mm. cook them for maybe two hours so Mm. that they're cooked and it's Mm. warm. Not in sauce. They're breaded. They need to be crispy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking like regular meatballs. Yeah, no, no, you put those in the oven. Dude. And then you put a side dish of dipping sauce. I've got the gags, haven't You didn't have to eat it for, like, years. Oh, my God. And we ate it because we loved her. Mm. And we would just gag them. I know. We would just gag them down. Yeah. And... As we, whenever we would leave, my sister and I would always complain to our parents, the, the, guys, it's gross. Like, we can't eat it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. please, please don't make us eat it. Mm-hmm. And, that's and for the longest switched. time. We switched to, we'll bring lunch. <laughs> yeah, well, for the longest time, you guys were like, no, like, she's like, you know, she's doing this out of the kindness of her heart. You're just being picky. Like, all this. Emma Simmons is the best, guys. Come yeah. On. She, and then. She knows how to cook. Well, yeah, because you guys were getting great meals. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, we And were. then there was one time that mom was like, fine then, I'll just try this. And she put one in her mouth and she looked at us and she was like, we'll bring dinner next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after that, she never cooked for us. Ever. And we always brought KFC or McDonald's or something <laughs> or like that. Chips, yeah. Or we met her at Harvey's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Bless her heart. I... It was... It, oh. oh, but see... It's why I, I don't have it. dipping sauces with my chicken nuggets. Oh. That's why I can't have, like, the sweet and sour sauce with my chicken nuggets. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we were always over there. And I, at the end there, she would run out the room of requirement for our big suppers and stuff like that. And yep. I would always go in a week before. A week before, or two or three days before. What? The room of requirement. 
And the requirement. I don't know whether they called it old folks' homes. The like rec the, room? The rec room or whatever. <laughs> the all-purpose room? Sure. Fucking room of requirements. We're not in Hogwarts, Kathy. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, can you tell there's... what I was watching on TV last night? I am. Can you tell there's been a marathon on? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so, yeah, I would have to go to her apartment, though, and clean from top to bottom and make sure all the dishes were washed, all the cutlery was washed. Because if we were in there eating a meal or we went back to her house or her room or whatever for dessert... Those forks, nobody provided fucking plastic, ever. Like, we, nobody, because she was very particular, she didn't ever want to eat off plastic. Yeah. So, yes, I would have to go and scrub everything <clears throat> from top to bottom, and nobody ever saw that. Nobody. I did. I remember going over there and, like, watching baseball with her, because she loved baseball. Mm-hmm. And we would watch TV or play or whatever, and you would just be in there cleaning. Yep. I remember you scrubbing the absolute fuck out of her toilet. Yeah, always. Always. Before yeah. family functions. Come on now. And, yeah. Or, and then I would always get, oh, but the other ones went in and did her laundry and folded her bed sheets and did all, I'm like, holy fucking Jesus Christ. I fucking vacuumed all the shit around her fucking bed. Yeah. You know, like, your little toddler is not going to be able to crawl around her bed now and get all the freaking... Tylenol and shit that she's dropped all over the damn floor. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. But regardless, it doesn't matter. Holidays, Christmas, family, yeah. <laughs> joy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so after we would go and visit all of these family members, um, we would usually have to do dinner at someone's house. Um. <laughs> and then the man that had... That had. Oh yeah. Oh god. This story breaks my as a as a kid being on the other end of it, we were so excited because after dinner we would all like have like we would get like Christmas cookies and we everyone would have like tea and the kids would have like milk or something or something festive, like eggnog. And then we would all line um. up. <laughs> oh god, I love eggnog. Um we would all line up. From oldest to youngest, so I was always at the end, um, and we would wait. Although you shouldn't have been. Yeah. But we would wait, and we were waiting for the phone to ring, and we all stood there in a line in front of the phone. There's pictures of it. Yep. Somewhere, I'm sure. And we were waiting for Santa to call. Mm-hmm. Because every year, Santa would call, and... As a child, you don't think of it, but as an adult, I'm realizing that every year before Santa would call, we always needed milk. Yep. And so my dad, who had two children, mm-hmm. would go out and get the milk, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But he was the one who was calling and being Santa. Yep. Not the one who had no kids. Nope. Who didn't care to see the joy of talking to Santa. On his own daughter's face. Says, nope, yeah, nope. no, no, it was the one that had the children, yeah, because no one else would do it, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> he's a shitty father, a shitty dad, he's the worst, the worst, how terrible, anyways, that, yeah, that's fun, yeah, fun, 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 and I mean, and it only lasted how many times did the house catch on fire? 
twice? I remember once because I remember it happened. They had like an old like wood burning fireplace. Yeah. And that's when it caught on fire or something. And I was a child. And everyone was worried about getting everyone else upstairs. There was the youngest cousin because I'm like the second youngest only by a couple months. Oh no, Amanda had chicken pox. So you were with her Mm -hmm. getting her out of the house. I don't remember what dad was doing. Probably trying to, like, put the fire out. Possibly. Everyone else was grabbing a child. <laughs> and you just and I was screaming. standing at the bottom of the stairs screaming and crying. I and was... I remember one aunt walked past me and said, just go upstairs. But the anxiety in my child brain did not compute. Yeah, yeah. So... And it wasn't until my mom came running down the stairs... <laughs> Pretty much threw me over her shoulder and got me outside. Was I safe? I did. I wrapped your coat around you and and took you outside to the car where I had Amanda put your coat and boots on and got you all situated. Yep. Yeah. I would have not left you in the the burning house. No, I knew you wouldn't, but I'm just saying everyone else had a child. Yeah. And... I could have football. People, people walked past me I to get outside. Football held both of you, but Amanda had, you know, blisters that were breaking, and it was just. I think at that point you were trying to have me not have chicken pox. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't okay. really know. I just know that people walked past me and told me just go upstairs instead of picking me up and taking me outside. <laughs> There's so much trauma with that family and me. <laughs> oh, me too. Anyhow, moving on. At least yours wasn't done as your <laughs> poor little brain was forming. In your little formative oh, years, Jesus. there wasn't all that trauma. Aww. I will always bring up the hot dog incident as a form of what happened yeah. and how terrible that was. It's okay, we don't have to talk about that. Okay. That's from my therapist. Yeah, so after dinner, we would uh, we would pack up our stuff, and we would leave, and we would go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Because as a kid, there was always a Christmas movie on. If you remember, all of the Christmas movies that have come out, like all of the Santa Clauses and all that, they were all like early 2000s, mm-hmm. always around Christmas. There was always a Christmas movie out that we could go see, and I think... Back in those days, even if there wasn't, I'm pretty sure the theater, like, re-brought out Christmas movies. I think so. Because I remember as a kid watching the first Santa Claus in theaters, but it came out the year I was born. Don't ask me. I have no idea. So I'm almost positive that they had to have re-brought out. I remember watching other kids' movies that weren't necessarily Christmas movies. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. We did see Frozen. But that was as we were older. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of other. There I was, was like Fred Claus, maybe? No, we never saw that. The one with the Easter Bunny and, and the... The Guardians? The Guardians. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we, we saw, saw Arthur that. Christmas. Arthur Christmas. That was good. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, like stuff like that, for sure, at Christmas time. It was a great idea just to get you guys distracted for two hours Every every year, it was just like something to do, yeah, to keep you guys sitting down and distracted for two hours. Because there's a difference between showing a movie at home on yeah. TV, where you can get up and go. It, you're not paying attention to the movie. You're not, you know, like your toys are way more important. Yeah. But in a movie theater, you're stuck there, like it's dark and this huge movie screen, <clears throat> and you're like 
you're stuck. Yeah, like we would have popcorn and a drink and and it was great because there was the Christmas movie and it seemed like it was just right on cue. As soon as we were leaving every Christmas movie, we would walk outside and it was snowing and it was just so magical. Yeah. And then we would bundle up into the into the car, and we would drive downtown. We would go to the concession stand and get hot chocolates, and we would walk around Victoria Park. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, Victoria Park was so magical. Oh, of course. And then I remember this year, you and I, because of COVID, like, they were showing the lighting of the lights on the news. Mm-hmm. There was a crowd there, but they were trying to keep it as small as possible. And I just remember, it was a Friday night, and... You and I were watching the news, and we watched them light it up, and they did, like, an aerial shot from, uh, town, or, like, some, from City Hall. Yep. Because you can go up to the roof and look down on all of Vic Park. And I remember watching it, and I remember as a kid thinking how magical it was. Like, we would always go into the lighting of the light. Yeah. It was so magical. And then, I don't know if it was the lack of... Christmas spirit this year, the lack of snow that was happening, but they like got down to zero, they switched the lights on, and I was like, oh, that's boring. Yeah. And like, even I've had to go into the office a couple times, mm-hmm. and so like, leaving the lights are on because it's dark out yeah. now that it's, you know, winter and all that. And I drive around Vic Park, and I'm like, this is boring. This is not as exciting as I remember as a child. Yeah. And it's... I'm so afraid that that's going to happen with everything. Yeah. No, it... Uh, I don't know. I think it's just the, the happiness of Christmas and how you keep it. Yeah. And I think the last Alistair two years... It's been, Sims. it's been hard the last two years. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Although that magic of lights driving through Longwood's con- conservation area this year... I went early in the season, and that was freaking magical as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, there was, like, you know, I've seen, like, the light-up things and, like, the, you know, the Santas and, like, the light-up nativity. It was the tunnel of lights, though, that got me. Yeah, the warp speed. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. I shit the bed on that one. Really. Uh, I was supposed to get tickets for Christmas Eve. I told you. Yeah. I told her. Yeah, told me. She asked me like a week in advance. She's no, like, should I? I actually I... thought like December 1st. You know, I should probably buy those tickets for Christmas Eve. And then a week before Christmas Eve, you were like, should I get tickets now or wait? And I was like, no, you should definitely get them now. Definitely. And I didn't even look at it. And then when I actually thought about and it was like the day before and I was like, shit, they're sold out. Yep. Damn. And I was just like, I told you so. Yeah. I told you so. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid, Christmas morning was always magical. My sister and I either shared a room or our rooms were like right down the hall from each other. And so usually she would have to come into my room Mm -hmm. because I wasn't awake yet. No. You know, kind of like now. I just sleep all the time. Yeah. And she would come in at like five o'clock in the morning and wake me up. Mm -hmm. We would get up. We would grab our stockings and go downstairs we would probably, you usually put, like, <laughs> just 
microphone. Um, you usually put like oranges in our stocking. Yeah. Because it was a rule in our house that you could not open presents until you've had breakfast. Yes. Unless you were the parent and then yes. you didn't have to have breakfast. No, because see that was the same rule in my house when I was growing up. But we we were not allowed to have just an apple or an orange. It had to be like full on breakfast. Oh yeah, no, like there would be times where like we would have cereal. But it was usually, like, we would eat the two oranges that you put in our stocking, and that was our breakfast, and you were okay with that. But we would go downstairs, and we would turn on the TV, and usually, at that early in the morning, it was always, like, the Nutcracker on, I want to say on Broadway, but it wasn't. It was, like, the ballet. Oh, okay. The Nutcracker ballet was being televised, and we would have that on, and that's what we would watch, and I just... I remember, because we watched it so much as a kid, that's always been a lifelong dream of mine, is to go and see the mm-hmm. Nutcracker Ballet mm-hmm. in person on Christmas Day in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fancy. I will never be able to afford that, but it's a dream. <laughs> you um, never know. Yeah, and so we would do that, and we would undo our stockings, and then we would have to wait. We weren't allowed to come and wake you up until 7, mm-hmm. and if we were waking you up, coffee had to be made. Had to be made. And so, as young children, you taught us how to make your coffee mm-hmm. so that we could wake you up on Christmas Day. Well, here's the thing. So, I used to, like, pre-program my coffee so it would just, all you had to do was hit start. Well, yes, but, I mean, like, you taught us, like, how you like your coffee to yeah. be made. Yeah. With yeah. the two sugars mm-hmm. and, and the milk. Yep. And then we would usually get a glass of chocolate milk ready for dad. Mm-hmm. And we would come in at 7 a.m. We would write 7 a.m. on the dot, and we would come in and jump on you guys and wake you up. Yep. Yeah, like I wasn't awake before you guys. Yeah. <laughs> just laying there. Here's banging around in the yep. kitchen trying to get your coffee ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we would... Uh, and now, you know, thanks to menopause, I'm just out wandering the halls at 4.30 in the morning with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this year... Oh, God. Third day in a row she does this to me. I have an alarm set. <laughs> and ten minutes before my alarm is set to go off, my mom yells in at me. Are you getting up? And I'm like, you motherfucker, I had an alarm set. I just I have this uncanny ability. I just, when I think I should and I shouldn't, I do. <laughs> and when I don't and you I should. should. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we would we would wait for you guys to undo your stockings, and I don't know, maybe it was just as a kid, maybe you just did this on purpose, but it seemed like you guys took forever. Oh, we did. Okay, so it was a real thing. Yeah, because we were both smokers, and we both wanted to enjoy our cigarette, and we wanted to have our coffee, wake up. Yeah, we wanted to fucking... Yeah, like, like, wake the fuck up. It took us five minutes to undo our stockings. It took you guys 25 mm-hmm. to undo your stockings. Mm-hmm. And we would just be like, okay, so come I, on, hurry up. I also want to reel this back in. I come from a family that, you know, just gives you the necessities. Things, yes. Things that you need. Yes. Not things that you wanted. I come from a family where I was spoiled. So, I, I was floored the very first Christmas that I was with your father. Mm-hmm. Completely floored. I was aghast at the amount of gifts that they give one another. And I, I just was, 
yeah, like coming from a a house, I, I don't know, there's there is one picture of me when I was a teenager of what I got for Christmas sitting in my dad's recliner mm -hmm. and all the gifts are like on top of me and around me. And there might have been, and I'm not saying that we were bad off, like we were poor. We, my dad worked for the government. My mom was a freaking nurse. Yeah. Like, we were not poor. No. My dad was a drinker and he drank most of the money away, but, you know, like we were definitely not poor. Yeah. But yeah, like they did not get us stuff because we needed stuff. So no, they didn't I, get I you stuff get, because you wanted it. They got it yeah. because you needed it. I got a pair of jeans mm -hmm. and a sweater, um, socks. Possibly underwear, maybe. I don't ever remember getting a bra ever. I remember buying my own bras. Yeah, I feel like your your dad, knowing him in his older ages, I feel mm -hmm. like that's something he would definitely be like. We're not getting her that to put under the tree. Yeah, no. Um, we would get one super nice thing. So my mom always made sure like we had like beautiful jewelry boxes for all the amount of jewelry that we got. <laughs> Um, all those crappy pins that my dad would bring back from Scotland. Oh, <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, so we, you know, like we would get books, mm -hmm. um, and puzzles, things that were like intellectual things like that, yeah. that, you know. You're not going to get video games. Yes. Yeah. No. They're not going to give you an no, Atari. we did not. We never had video games in our house. We were like, no, video game less. People were getting Ataris and like whatever the Genesis things were, whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. Because I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had nothing. Nothing like that. Handheld games. Not. -uh. We had board yeah. games. We had all the board games. Except yeah. Monopoly. We never had Monopoly. Don't know why we had like Trivial Pursuit. We had Clue. That's interesting that you yeah. never had Monopoly. Never had Monopoly. I would love to know why. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you think maybe your sister knows? I don't know. We'll have to ask her. Yeah, like I don't think no, I don't ever remember playing Monopoly. Hmm. And I remember playing Mousetrap at a friend's house, thinking that was the fucking coolest game. Ever. I loved Mouse Trap. And I bought it for you guys, and I fucking hated playing it. <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. We played it once, and I was like, I don't remember playing this being this game. I don't, I don't think this. it. I don't think it was the the playing that you had the issue with. I think it was the setup that you had because yeah. you're like, if you set it, like you have to set it up a certain way, and if you if you hit something as you're setting it up, it sets the whole thing off, and you have to reset it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass, but I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. So marrying into a family that yeah, does... like shell shock, complete shell shock, and going over to their like family get-togethers and stuff like that, and listening to cousins complain that they didn't get presents and stuff, and and like expensive presents, like you know, like back when mobile phones were just coming out. Oh like, yeah, and they were like a brick. Yes, I didn't get one for my car. I got one for my purse, but not for my car. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, I can't afford one for my fucking car, let alone one for my purse too. I can't even afford the one that I'm in my house. <laughs> god, and you want four? Like, come on. Yeah, like how many people really need to get a hold of you? Jesus. But yeah, and that was back in the 80s, like early 90s, sorry. Yeah. Like early 90s, I'm dating myself. Um, yeah, early 90s. It, you know, 
They were the flip phones, yeah, like Mulder and Scully. Oh, yeah, like Motorola. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they, and then, you know, like, it has, still have the pagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drug dealers. Pagers were still a big thing until... They weren't. I want to say, like, the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, even now, like, there's people that still use them. Like, doctors, I think, still yep. might use them. Yep. Some doctors. Some. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we didn't... Not a lot of gifts, and I lost my train of thought. You're talking about the amount of gifts? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, this boat run. People... Yeah, so I would I would come from a family that only gave me, like, maybe ten gifts at mm-hmm. Christmas time. I wouldn't say they were all meaningful, but they were things that you needed. Yeah. Like pajamas. Yep. And back in the good old days, the really good old days, when my parents were first together, my mom was still expressing her midnight ways. All of our things were made mm-hmm. for us. So we had, you know, like we didn't have the Barbie houses. We had the baby doll beds. Yeah. That rocked and, you know, had homemade blankets. We had our homemade Christmas dresses made for us. Yeah. Um, homemade outfits. Everything was all homemade. Yeah. Um, Didn't you also make your Barbies clothes? That matched our clothes. Yeah. Yes. That's so fucking rad. I know. Our our friends were so jealous because you know our Barbies did have fucking awesome clothes. Yeah. They didn't have the shoes. They were, like, barefoot. That's cool. They were completely barefoot, and their hairs were nasty. (laughs) (laughs) But they had the best fucking clothes of the 70s. Yeah. You know what? As a kid that grew up playing with Barbies, I would have been fucking jealous, too. I want to match my Barbie. I did not save a fucking thing. I, I kick myself. Both me and my sister kick ourselves to this day because we had this massive... Barbie collection. Mm-hmm. I think it was like four times what you guys had. Oh wow! And ours like, was pretty big. We had a huge collection of yeah. Barbies and accessories. We never had houses. We didn't have cars. We used shoeboxes. Yeah, we made our own fun. But I think we had like one house. They had all the clothes. Yeah, they had all the friends, all the toy, like all the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, the stethoscopes. Yeah, we had them all. Love it. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so we would have, you know, like one toy, whatever, for Christmas, and that would that would be it. And if it was a board game, we would fight over who got to play with the best piece or, you know, whatever. We had the Star Wars board game because that was the fucking cool shit. That oh, we yeah, because that had just come out. And... Yeah, we were into all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so. Quick sidetrack. Uh-huh. Who got to be Scarlet? Definitely not me. I was always the the Mr. Fudge or Mustard or Colonel whatever. Mustard. Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Or Mr. White. Yeah. It was Mrs. White. Mrs. White. Mr. Okay. Green. Uh-huh. So it was, yeah, I was always the dude. Mm-hmm. Always the dude. Okay. Always. Yep. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I would kick ass in Trivial Pursuit. I always teamed up with my mom because she had she knew all the green answers always. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I always knew of the entertainment stuff. Yeah. Dad always knew the sports stuff, of course. Mm-hmm. Christina, love you to death. I really didn't know a whole lot. We struggled. We struggled with all the answers though because we were like these are like 
old timey questions. Oh yeah. Dad. Oh yeah. We have your trivial pursuit from oh, yeah. when you were a kid. I know. I know. And I remember going through and trying. I knew one answer. Yeah. And that was thanks to Mr. Thompson. Who are the peanuts? <laughs> oh no, it was um Heart of Darkness. Who wrote Heart of Darkness? Oh, okay. Okay. Could I tell you right now? No. 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 But I know that book mm-hmm. because that book traumatized me for a while. Like, <laughs> we were in high school reading a university book, and I remember it. Oh, God. The one part that gets to me is we're reading it, and he's, it's talking about how he, he's trying to go from, like, I believe it was England. Yeah, because he, he was in London. And they were going from London into the Congo is where he was trying to go into, like, the heart of darkness. And he talks about going from the London port and stopping at every single port in between there and the entrance of the Congo. And I remember after reading that and analyzing that in class, I had taken the bus home and we stopped at every mother, every mother fucking stop along the way. And I text my best friend and I was like, cause she was in the same class as me. And I was like, guess what's happening to me right now? <laughs> I'm losing my goddamn mind. Slowly going crazy. (laughs) I'm going into my own heart of darkness. Um, Okay, so yes. And then uh, because, you know, we were so (sighs) religious. On Christmas Eve, we would go to Midnight Mass with my dad in the Catholic Church. And then in the morning after we had breakfast. Mm Mm-hmm. Did not open gifts. We would go to church, and then we I would, didn't realize you guys were that religious. Then we would have to come back home, and we were allowed to open our gifts then. Yes. Did your mom ever go to mass with you? Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Damn. It was, but that didn't that didn't last very long. No, because like you guys were never. No, no, there was. Something with my dad happened with the church, my mom's church. Mm, I could see that. And I don't know, he had a discussion with the pastor of my mom's church and it didn't go as well as whatever. I don't know. <sighs> they remained friends after whatever. Okay. You know, back then they don't discuss their shit with their kids so if you were not allowed in the room you didn't know what was going no, on no yeah no that's fair and you know like it was just I one feel of, like the Mennonite it was one of those things that I just I just didn't give a shit yeah now the your mom's church is that the same church that we went to mm-hmm. yep because I remember you drug us to a Mennonite church. I did not drag you. We had no choice in the matter, so we were drugged. Dude, it was a free daycare thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay? Yeah, but you guys had to go in and, like, do church things. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was It was okay. I was, I was long. okay with that. I remember doing a summer camp there. Yeah. Quote, unquote. I just, I don't know what my big thing is. Like, there's religion in front of me, and I will literally turn around and run the other way. Like, I just, I don't want to confront it. I don't want to be 
in it. I don't want to be included with it. Like I believe in what I believe in and I don't want other people to tell me what I... Yeah, no, because there's, I think there's a difference between like being religious Mm -hmm. in a sense and like commercialized religion, which is the churches nowadays are very commercialized. Well, I, I don't know. I think it borders on cultism to me. It is. It, it's a fucking cult. It, and it scares me because, you know, like there's no individual thought there. You're not like it's you're all moving as one. But I don't know. And like, see, my thing is that like, I don't know. I'm not a believer in Jesus. I, I feel like we're that's going to twist so many people the wrong way, but I don't care. I'm... I'm currently, because I, I do believe that there's something bigger than us, and I'm currently in the process of exploring other things, sure. but I don't think that there's one almighty. There's not. And you can pray to your sky daddy all you want, but it is. But I'm, I'm sorry, there is not one, one entity, one being that, you know, controls everything. There can't be, because if you, and I hate when people always say, God only gives you what you can handle. No, 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 because I, there's a lot of people out here that are given more than what they can handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I have so many questions, so many questions, but it's good that you question though, right? Questioning is how you become smarter. I don't know if I have questions. I just have a lot of doubts. No, but I think. More questions. No, mine are mine are doubts. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Um yeah, so I didn't really my favorite thing about going to church was coming home and getting out of my church clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like those tights that we used to have to wear were so tight. Yeah. And they just didn't fit right mm-hmm. for so we would have to wear underwear and then tights. And then another pair of underwear to keep the tights up. Mm. So it's like you're wearing this diaper. Yeah. And then you have this skirt and you're trying to keep your legs closed so nobody sees your fucking diaper. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It just, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And then it was always matching matching clothes because we were a year and a half apart. So Mm -hmm. we would have to wear these stupid matching clothes. Yeah. We had boy short haircuts because, you know, like, it it's, was the 70s and my mom was our hairdresser. Well, and it's probably the easiest thing to cut and the easiest thing for you to deal with. Well, yeah. Whatever. It was... We look like boys. A little bit, yeah. Boys. Yeah. Anyway. Now, didn't you have a theory behind that because your dad wanted sons? I... I used to think so. <laughs> I have a lot of theories about my dad, and I choose not to discuss all of them just quite yet. Oh, okay. Maybe later. <laughs> there's there's one for sure in particular that I just, I don't know if I should ever. Like, on the podcast on or the to podcast? me? No, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. For sure. Okay. Like, I discuss it openly at work all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is interesting. We, we giggle about it all the time. Yes. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So where was I? Um, okay. Christmas Eve mass. Um, 
as we were getting older, it was always a huge Christmas dinner, always huge Christmas dinner. Um, sometimes out of town relatives would be there sometimes. Yeah. Later on, it was just the four of us, me and my sister and my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Um, boyfriends would come and go if we had boyfriends, they would. And then before I got married, my mom passed away. So, uh, yeah, we never got that big family Christmas dinner over my mom's or whose house we would, would we go to for Christmas. And yeah, then just after I think you were born, Pat ended up on the scene. Mm -hmm. No, no, she was there just after my mom passed away. Yeah. Cause she was, you have a picture of Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. And you're trying to go for America. Yep. yep. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. It was the early 90s. Yes. And I had the best triangle perm haircut ever. I love your triangle perm. Yeah. It makes me think of, like, cartoon characters. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's, that what, that's what holds me back from cutting my hair short now. Mm. Because of the way I still style my hair the same way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm afraid that if I pull it back, it will be in the triangle shape. And it would be. Yeah. If I, yeah. I So I... But you don't have it permed in like a tight perm like you usually did. No. You stopped perming your hair a while ago. So I think it would be okay. No. 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 Not going to try it. Nope. So, um... Good God, Jordan, where was I going? We were talking about Pat, who came onto the scene. Oh, Pat, yes, Pat. And the Christmas dinners. Oh, God, those fucked up Christmas dinners. Oh, jeez. So we only attended a few because I just, I couldn't handle being in my family home that I was born and raised in. Mm-hmm. Um, not allowed to talk about my mother because mm -hmm. my new stepmom was now there. And we were told we had to show up. Um, your father was not welcome because they always talked bad about him. Yeah. So I always would leave him over at his parents' house and then we would, I would take you and your sister and we would go to my dad's. I remember one time dad came and he just kind of sat in the corner. Yes. Yeah. That's... I think that was the year that we got those elaborate makeup sets. Mm, that Lauder. you did not let us touch. No. Because <laughs> they were just, it wasn't in like a nice, like it wasn't in like an array of colors. It was in like in a, like a whore red. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the Estee Lauder kit. So if you spent like $25 at the Bay, you got this for free. Yeah. It was that sort of thing. So my dad would go and he would spend like $100 on Pat for Christmas and yeah. get like four of these. So he would be like, okay, girl, good. Kathy and the girls are done and Christina. Yeah. So like, that's amazing. Like I'm like four, four gifts, one present for Pat. I'm, I'm golden. Yeah. But these makeup kits were meant for like ladies that are 60 years old. Or ladies had, of the night. <laughs> like, these colors are not like, no, they're blue. Like, all I think of is Mimi from, like, the Drew Carey show. Oh, yeah. Blue, blue eyeshadow, pink, red lipstick, red rouge cheeks. Yeah. That's what these colors were. Yeah. Like, they were horrible. We got to keep the nail polishes. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah. And maybe the nude lipstick. No, we, we never got to keep the no. makeup. We were too young. Yeah, I don't even know if we ever... 
If I ever used the makeup. I don't think you ever did. You might have kept, like, a, a lipstick or two of, like, the light pinks. Maybe. Because you would always, like, I think, I, I don't Dad, know. Dad always got a calendar from somebody. Always. They, regardless, if we if we all got a gift, Dad would get a calendar. Yeah. And then, you know, like, the calendar stopped. and just stopped getting gifts. Um, but, yeah, we got, you guys got corny toys and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it was the part of the supper that I had the most difficult time with. It was just so awkward. Because my sister and her husband were there. And that and the, then it should have just been Pat's son. Yeah. And his girlfriend, maybe. His whoever at the time. Yeah. But then... And maybe her mom, because her, didn't her mom end up moving in next door? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, my namesake, Catherine. Yeah. Um... Yes. So yes, absolutely. She she could have been there as well. Yeah. But then it was Pat's ex husband. Yeah. And his new fling of the month. Because Tim, it's his dad, yeah. and he had to have his dad there for Christmas. Yeah. So okay, that's fine. And then he broke up with his girlfriend, but she was still there. Yeah. And she brought her mother. And her new boyfriend. And he brought his new girlfriend. Yeah. The thing I didn't understand about that is that at that point in time, Amanda and I were like seven, seven and 11, eight and 12. Some, we something. were older, yeah. which means you guys were older. Yeah. Tim is about your age. Why do you need your daddy there? Can you not have a different? But it was like. My, my dad was like, sure, these are all people that I have known in my life at some point. Because Pat used to be a friend of the family, right? Because yeah. Catherine and Paul, like her mom and dad, were my dad's first farm that he ever worked on. Yeah, like, isn't that, the, he, that's, they were the farm that he worked on when he immigrated over. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When he came to Canada, he were, he was, he helped Paul on his farms and... And him and Paul were quite close. Yeah. And every year, every year we would go out there, we would pick cherries, and Paul, like, they were, like, friends of the family. Yeah. You know, like, we knew all of them. Yeah. And Catherine is, was my namesake. Yeah. Like, I was born, and they were like, we're naming our daughter after her because she's, like, she's such an amazing woman. And she was. Yeah. Like, she had... I mean... Four children. Wait. Three children. Yeah. Outlived them all. Yep. She outlived everybody. She did. Vaseline. Vaseline. Yeah. We were in the hospital when Mm. Pat was sick. um, And she had a cut on her arm. Yeah. Catherine professed that she uses Vaseline for everything. Yeah. And we realized that she was probably made up of 100% petroleum. Especially by the end, she was very translucent. Very translucent, but oh my god, I, you know, like it, I, I don't even know how. How do you get up every morning after I, you've lost everyone that you've ever loved? I don't know. Like that, I really don't. That is what I and you know, like she had the biggest faith in in God. Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, your, was it her youngest son? Like, her son passed away first. Yes, he was And then shot. her husband. Sh- 
her her youngest son was shot to death in in her driveway of her house. Yes. By accident. I was best friend. Yeah. And then her husband <clears throat> passed away. Yes, and we that was in my dad's dark days, I want to say, because um we did not know about that or we lost touch with the family because dad was in his dark alcoholic days and yeah we just did not go anywhere any anymore yeah um and I, f- I feel like at that point i would be like okay yeah this is my limit yeah and then your your daughter dies yeah and i would be like okay god who yeah yeah fuck you and then <laughs> your third child dies yeah and at that point i would be like there is i am god at this point yeah I've outlived everybody, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I'm invincible. Yeah. Yeah. Bless her heart. Bless yeah. her heart. Yeah. Anyways, back to Christmas. Christmas. Oh, yeah. So, yes, we stopped going to, and not only because we were separated, and, like, he was at his parents', I was at my dad's, and I just said, no, enough is enough. Why yeah. not having any of those crazy, stupid Christmases? So we we just decided the next year, fuck it, we're staying at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. We'll go out on Christmas Eve, but Christmas Day, you want to come and see us, you come and see us. We're not fucking leaving the house at all. Yeah. And that kind of started one of my least favorite things of all times. Mm. And I was so glad when it stopped. Was the lunch. Yeah? Not the lunch per se, but... So... We were spoiled as kids. You guys spoiled us, and then Dad's parents spoiled us. Yes. So, like, our Christmas tree, like, it took us hours to get through. Like, we would have to take a break Mm -hmm. for you guys to put the turkey on so it would be done in time. Yep. And then his parents would come over for a lunch, and in the time that we were taking that break, we would have to take the hordes of stuff that we got in the first half of Christmas unwrapping Mm -hmm. and we would have to go and like put it on our beds and display it like at a museum yeah of like this is what my spoiled ass got and then they would come over and they would do a walkthrough Mm -hmm. they would go into everybody's room and they would look around like a fucking museum and they would look at everything that we got and make comments on stuff and then we would come out into the into the living room, and we would have lunch. And I fucking hated doing that. I thought it was the dumbest... I remember as a kid, people talking about what they did mm-hmm. for Christmas, and I remember telling a friend of mine that, and they looked at me like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You had to display your gifts and you know, so people could come and look at them? I was... This was not... No. Nothing like this ever happened in my house. Ever. Ever. This is never going to happen in my house and if I'm I like, ever have kids. What the fuck is this shit? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're taking away my afternoon nap space. Yeah. Now I have to take all of this shit off my bed and put it away before I can sleep. See, and as a kid, I wouldn't put it away. I would just shove it all together. Up. But you know, because this is the thing. This is because she had a separate bedroom 
for all of her stuff. Yeah, well, because they had their bedroom, then they had a spare bedroom that no one was ever allowed in, and that's where they displayed everything. And then on Boxing Day, we would go over for, like, lunch, Mm -hmm. and we would have to go over and do the same museum thing at her place. And look at everything and be shown this is what so-and-so got me and this is what, you know. And it was just, I never, as a child, I never understood the point of it. And when when we stopped and we cut communication off of them and I didn't have to do it anymore, I was like, this is the best thing ever. I don't have to display my shit like at a fucking museum. I can just go and do whatever. I think, I think it was her way of controlling and seeing how much they got for you guys and how much we got for you guys. Yeah. And it was a good compare and contrast to see yeah. who did better. Yes. And then she would always say when you guys were younger and there was like a lot of toys. I mean a lot of toys. Yeah. We would never ever throw anything out. We would like scoop half of it and put half out for you guys to play with brand new toys. Yeah. And then I would pack the other half away. Yeah. Like put it in a spare bedroom closet or downstairs in the laundry room. Yeah. And it would just stay there. And you guys completely forgot about it in a week. Oh, yeah. And then in a couple of months, I would bring out a few more toys and you'd be like, fuck yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. Hey, mom, where's this? And we're like, oh, yeah, that's downstairs still. Do you want it now? Or do you want me to in there? You know, like we would take some away and put yeah. some so like there was always a good rotation of like yeah. fairly new as toys as there was like a wear and tear you'd yeah. pull them out yep and we always donated you guys would choose at least 10 toys before christmas mm-hmm. easter whatever to donate and that's what would be gone like yeah. we had a good rotation and clear yeah whatever yeah or we would take some over to grandparents house friend's house yeah whatever (laughs) they would we would share with everybody yeah but yes (sighs) yeah it's it's frustrating nowadays things are so disposable yeah and it it makes me sad yeah that stuff that that is you know bought for for young ones now are not treasured like they were back then yeah and that's i always struggle I think picking gifts for all of my nephews Mm -hmm. because I'm like, first off, I want to get gifts that they're going to like. Yeah, for sure. I also want to be that person that, you know, mom and dad get these cool gifts, but auntie got the best gift. Like I got the best gift from auntie. Yeah. And, but I also want to get them the coloring sets and auntie will get them the tattoo artist set. Yeah. (laughs) The wood burning set. Yeah, I'll get you the chemistry so that you can set fire to things. Yeah, like, I want to get the cool shit that, like, they open it and my sister looks at me and goes, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) You bought them a pocket knife? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, like, I remember it took her, like, it took Amanda, you and dad, one year. I think Wyatt was two and Colty was, like, not born yet. And I wanted to get him a drum set. Mm. And it took the three of you to talk me out of it. Because I was about to buy him a drum set. Yeah. Yeah. And see, the the fun thing is, back in the good old days, when I, you know, had a relationship with my sister-in-law, we used to um, try and outdo one another um, for birthday gifts and stuff. Because I like that uh, sand art. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. The 10 million bead set. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we would, we would try and give each other for, for birthday presents and stuff. So we would torture each other, you know, like the 5,000 piece Lego set or whatever. So you're always stepping on something and sucking something up in your vacuum and Sweeping up that fucking sand. Yeah, see, we never... Or glitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> glitter is herpes of the craft world. It is. But, yes. Yeah, like, uh, obnoxious amounts of gifts that would be given at Christmas. And then, of course, there was the gift of the week. The advent calendar. Yes. The, the treat of the week. Treat of the week. Treat of the week. Cool. From the 1st of December all the way up till Christmas, yeah. we got a treat of the... Because... Because we were closer to that side of the family at that point in time, we would go over once a week, mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. And so, especially around Christmas, we, it was always a point to go over, or they would come over. Yeah. And it was a treat of the week that we got. It was usually like a craft thing at the beginning of the week, or like the, the first week, and then... Something that you could do and you could make and put on a Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't remember what the other ones were because, God, was that like was so long ago. Kinder like, eggs or something Yeah, like it was that. like treats or something. Yeah. And, yeah. And I would always get Christmas towels. Always. Christmas towels. And then I think the only good thing that you ever got was the paper plates and the napkins. Mm -hmm. Because we would use those for, like... Yeah. Ever until they ran out. We didn't have to do and dishes for a while. Somebody complained about that portion, and she cut that portion out and right, so off, right off the get-go. And so you would just get more dish towels. I would just get more tea towels and more finger towels for the bathroom. Like, how many fucking Christmas tree finger towels do you need for your fucking bathroom? But honestly, like... They were towels that you weren't allowed to use. Yeah. Because they were decorative. Mm -hmm. Sorry, if I have a towel in my house, you should be allowed to use it. You ain't watching your fucking asshole with my decorative Christmas tree towel. I'm not towels. saying I'm going to wash my butt with it, but I should be able to dry my hands with it after I wash them. Absolutely. But I was... No, you were never allowed. They were the no, decorative towels. I always let you... I'm not saying you... Oh. You didn't give any shits. You were I like, I don't even That's think you put them out. Fucking laundry is for. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. The treat of the week. That's silly, silly, crazy tradition to add more gifts to your freaking pile. And then she would usually do a homemade advent calendar mm. and put other things in there. Yeah. I have to say though, the best Christmas gift. I ever got, we got it a few years in a row, mm. Grandma D. Mm. She would give us men's socks. Oh, yeah. Because I think she would just go and, like, she would give them to all of, like, the grandkids and the great-grandkids. Well, you get ten pair, right? For Yeah, like, so she would just bucks. go and buy, like, a big pack of, like, men's socks. Yeah. But she would fill them with quarters. And they're not the small, like, ankle socks. Oh, no. They were, like, the full-on, like... Knee-high. Yeah. Tube socks. Yeah. Yep. So she would get you those and she would like... They had no beginning and no ending. They just were one big fucking tube. She would like wrap them up individually, yep. but she would shove quarters in them. And so you'd have these socks, but then in reality she gave you like 10 bucks well, because she, would, she just shoved quarters in them. She'd turn them inside out. Yeah. And then she would open up a roll of quarters, tape them down one side, and roll like the sock back inside out yeah or inside right and wrap it up 
Yeah. And then start the other side with another sock. And then, so there'd be like five bucks in each sock. Yeah. And you would get, it's like <laughs> the ugliest pair of freaking socks. It's like, I, I don't even think she bought Christmas socks. They were just. They were just white. White socks. socks. White tube socks. Yeah. That I think, I think we kept them because like they were great to go, like if we were go tobogganing. Yes. They were great to go yeah. over top of our socks and underneath our pants. Like they were great. Yeah. Socks. Yeah, and I'm sure we've donated a bajillion of them to oh, schools probably. to make or to like sock puppets, <laughs> or to like the men's mission or something. They were if they weren't used, they were donated. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure Dad wore a couple of no. them. No, 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 because they didn't have. Nope. <laughs> He's very particular about his socks. Nope. Um, but yeah, like it was always, and she gave the weirdest gifts, but they were always the best. And we were always chastised because. We were the only grandkids. And great-grandkids. And great-grandkids that got gifts other than her favorites. Like, her favorites were Carmela, Sarah, and Alan. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think Carla got in on on some some action. And the boys. And, yeah, not until later, though. But, yeah, we were... No, I think they, they did as they were younger, but it... They stopped as they got older. And at the very beginning, um, the other side of the family, the girls, used to get gifts as well. Yeah, because they would go over every once in a while. Yeah, and so they got the same as us all the time. Yeah. And we would give to her, obviously, to Grandma D and Papa Al. And they, there was a big mix-up with somebody's birthday party. And... There was a few words said at um, Dale's house one night, and the, they stopped talking to Carmela and Grandma D and all of them that night. Yeah. So after that, we were the only ones that would go over from that side of the family yeah. to Grandma D's. Yeah. And I was okay with that because it was a safe spot, safe space oh, yeah. for us. Um. Nobody would make fun of us. Nobody would chastise us. Nobody would pick on us or anything like that while we were over at Grandma D's. Yeah. And it was... I'm just going to let you know I'm going to start crying. It's okay, babe. <laughs> yeah. It, we we all miss her greatly at Christmas time, for sure. She's always on our mind. Always. And it's some of the traditions that I have carried on because I know how much... She means to Jordan, and and I, I'm sure she means a lot to Amanda as well, but I, Jordan was the last to get any present from Grandma D. She was, the year that Grandma D passed away, she was, Jordan was the, one of the last ones to get a present that Grandma D bought for her, so... And can I just say, it's the weirdest fucking thing. (laughs) I still have it. It's like, it's a a tree branch with like a, a, it's plastic, but it has um, a birdhouse and there's a blue jay sitting there. And I think she made the sign or the sign came from something else. It doesn't look like it fits, but she made it fit. (laughs) But it's like this, it says Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then when you put battery, I don't actually know what it does because I I put batteries in when I got it and that was a couple years ago and I haven't done it since. But like you turn it on and it like 
<laughs> bird whistles. Okay. Like Christmas carols, I think. Nice. Or like weird things. <laughs> nice. It's the fucking weirdest thing ever. Yeah. But it's, it's the epitome of Grammy. It's fucking, like, it's so out there. It's so funny. And she always gave those kind of gifts. Like, she would always... Like, you'd always look at them, and a lot of them were useful, Mm -hmm. but they were weird. Like, I remember one year, one of the things that she gave me was this, like, it was almost like a storage basket thing, but it was, like, a pop-up one. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the tent that I have for Essie and how it pops up. Yeah. And it's just, it's mesh, and it's so weird. But she got it, and she was like, I thought you would love this. And I did. (laughs) And I don't know why. (laughs) She was honestly, like, she was the only person besides you guys that could get a gift and say, I saw this and thought of you and I thought you would love it. And I would open it and I would just be like, for some reason, my brain would just click and would be like, yeah, I fucking love this. Yeah. But other people are like, I saw this and I thought of you and I got it and I look at it and I'm like, why the fuck would you think of me when you saw this? (laughs) But she was the only person that could just nail it. Alright, so there's a few things that we always think about when we think of Grandma D. Cardinals. Always. Red Cardinals. And anything that makes noises at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, also this year, so I've been trying, like every year, I always try and get something for the Christmas tree that is like a, a red cardinal just to remember. And of course, last year at this time, um, you were, or two years ago at this time, you were out and I was trying to buy Christmas ornaments to fill your tree and fill my tree yeah um because you'd taken some of your stuff and my decorations were depleted because you took some stuff amanda took some stuff and it was yeah anyways so um always a red cardinal something to to do with a red cardinal we were out boxing day shopping yesterday went to kitchens and kitchen plus and kitchen kitchen stuff and whatever whatever kitchen stuff plus and I just happened to go around the very first corner and it was like all the stuffed animals and I love snowmen. So I went to pick up this one snowman one and it was like, oh, it's so cute. He's a little fluffy little guy. And then like two rows down was this little stuffed cardinal with his with little, a top hat. little black hat. <laughs> little cranberries. And I was just like, oh my God. He's so fucking cute, and I had to have him. I'm so, surprised you didn't just grab both. Oh my god, no! I was like, I just pulled him. Daddy was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> he You're buying over. a red chicken? What he are you buying that <laughs> yeah. red chicken for?" It's like it's a cardinal. He comes. Top hat. He comes over to find me. I had gone looking for the salt and pepper shakers because I promised him one for Christmas and then forgot. Yeah. And so he found me over by the salt and pepper shakers, and I was like, "Yeah, like look at what I found!" Like, and he's like, "No, like well, they they come in a package of two. We'll we'll find an individual one." He's like, "But you have to come and look at what the fuck your mother's buying." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I come over, and you're already in line. Yep. And I, there's a whole wall of things I haven't looked at yet, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh." kitchen stuff. I don't fucking own my own kitchen. Yep, yep. So I'm like, I'm gonna look at this. You guys go ahead. No, I, yeah. So I spend another five minutes looking at that. I end up purchasing a coffee grinder for myself and a reusable straw for my purse. And... I'm like, you need more. Yeah. Dad's like, we're gonna go, like, we'll be... Lining up somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. So I get there and I'm like, 
I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'm not going to come in with you guys. I don't fit into this store. Which, side note, the lady that worked, okay, so we were there at Aerie. The lady that works there overheard me say, no, I'm not coming in. I don't fit in here. And was trying to convince me that I fit in there. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't make fat sizes. She's like, I was like, girl, you're trying to make the commission on the wrong person. Like, they, their sizes go up to an, a double XL. No, no. There was a double D. I saw a double D drawer in there. Oh, I'm talking like clothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Their clothing goes up to a double XL. Why are we both rubbing our eyes now? Wait, I was crying. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, so it goes up to a double XL, which like barely fits over a calf of mine. Okay, whatever. Um, like it doesn't, it just doesn't yeah. fit. No, I, I get it. And their bras, like I am, I'm a large woman, if you don't know me. <laughs> I am a big girl. Mm-hmm. I am large chested. Yeah. If you know my mom, you would not believe this. I love you. But out of our family, we don't know how, but somehow I got the big chest gene. Uh-huh. Which, if you look at our family, you don't understand how. Yeah, I, I don't have any. I'm so jealous. And neither do a lot of the women on dad's side. But I, I feel bad because I know how heavy that shit can be because, you know, like I did have two pregnancies yeah and, and your boobs do get heavy yeah and i can't imagine having that in a little piece of string trying to hold it up yeah like their bras are like and i was like girl that's like apples to oranges like you're no it's yeah like, like she's apples trying to, to melon she pretty know? much it's, like no. she's trying to get me to fit into this like tiny little like I think the most amount of, like, clasps they have on the back of their bra are two. Mine has five. Yeah. Because it has to hold everything up. Yeah. Like, my straps are, like, thick. Could There's you imagine a little, oh trying to put one of those bras on and where, I, where your boobs would end up? I remember as a teenager, a younger teenager... We went to Niagara Falls in the summer. Mm-hmm. Amanda was in... No, I think I was a, I was a bit older. Because Amanda was in school. At hairdressing school. Okay. And they had gotten those tickets to Marineland for really cheap. Okay. And we went, and Siobhan came with us. So you had to be at least 14, 15, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Like, maybe 15, 16. Because Amanda was, what, 18, 19, and... No, because she took a year off. She was, like, 19, 20. So 1560. Yeah. Um, and had already been established that I was very large chested. My sister is not. Mm-hmm. I think even now after two kids. She's got more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Less than you. Yeah. I don't think she could ever have as much as I do. Well, she could, I'm sure. If she got a boob job. Um, but she was, at the time, before having kids, she was small chested and w- could wear those tie-up bikini tops. Mm-hmm. And they thought it would be hilarious because the three of us shared a room, kind of. It was like they had their room and then there was like a, a side room that I they was made in. Did you try one on? They didn't make. Okay. Amanda asked if I would because okay. we were, they were curious. Right. They were like, how, what's it going to look like? So I was like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so not only does my sister have small boobs, but like they're triangles. Yeah. I have larger nipples as well. Comes with the big boob territory. Mm-hmm. This. 
bikini top first of all held nothing up no i would imagine it did not it just barely covered my nipple and areola oh wow and i'm like i walked out of the room and they stared at me and then they both started dying laughing i would have too <laughs> and i was just like standing there and i was like does it look good does it look good does it fit <laughs> i was just like i was like i was being a little shit and i was posing that we were fucking killing ourselves laughing wow. it was oh. hilarious so, yes, I can very much imagine what it would be like to try and fit. But, yeah, she was she was pretty ballsy. She was, she was trying. Like, yeah. I will commend her for the effort. And she was not giving it up easy. She no. was like, no, come on. Like, seriously. She's like, no, I'm pretty sure we could find you something. Like, yeah. it's okay. And yeah. I was like, it's cool. I've no. tried it all on. No, it's good. It's fine. But, yeah. And I, I remember you showed me. Dad opened the bag and you pulled out... This cardinal with the top hat. And I was like, oh my god, that's so cute. I want one. I know. It's adorable. I fucking love it. And he's just sitting on the tree staring at me it now. And I just. so cute. So adorable. This little fucking top. We'll have to put a picture. Sure. Yep. My little cardinal. On our new Instagram. Yeah. Because. Fuck you, Instagram. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you guys have been trying to find us on Instagram, by the way, very sorry about that. Um, I think it was two days before our first episode went live, I went to go sign on to post about our first episode and got a notification saying that, uh, your Instagram account has been taken down due to a violation. Dun, dun, dun. And I was looking through their terms and conditions. And we have violated nothing. Nothing. We just said, hey. That's all we said. Yeah. We have violated nothing. Except all the hate requirements. Oh, and something else I just want to add that was freaking hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) We were listening to Carrie Underwood's uh, Christmas celebration. Oh, wasn't it on Christmas Eve? Yeah. And she was, she was, oh no, I think it was a couple days before Christmas Eve. Maybe. I thought it was Christmas Eve. Or the day before. Something. Anyways. um, It was around there. Oh gosh, it was funny. She was singing her heart out, and we were discussing Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood, and your father posed a question and said, who do you think is bigger, Carrie Underwood or Kelly Clarkson? Now, if you know know my dad, you know why my mind went here. Does not miss a fucking (laughs) beat and says, well, Kelly Clarkson for sure, because Carrie Underwood's a vegetarian. No, she's a vegan. A vegan. Sorry, a vegan. (laughs) A vegan. To which my dad pauses and says, I meant in the music world. And not her pants. <laughs> I am like on the floor at this point, dying, laughing, because I was in the middle of this the whole time and did not, did not had one thing to this conversation other than my guffaws and my tears of great joy. Because yeah. it was just. So honest and funny. It was just, it was hilarious. I just, I don't even know. I was tired. Definitely Kelly Clarkson because Carrie Underwood's a vegan. I Definitely. Mean, it's true. <laughs> and it's who not cares? what I was asking. You're both fucking amazing women, female singers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't, I don't care. I would also, I made a note uh, in my notebook last time. Oh. Um, to remind myself, and now that it's after Christmas, I can finally tell this story. 
So, for the last two years now, mm -hmm. last year and this year, as a Christmas gift, I have made my mom a calendar, because she likes to have calendars. Usually, we buy them for her. I was... It was I always got, a minion calendar. Yeah, usually, like, a minion calendar, because she loves minions, um, or, you know, like, a puppies or whatever, but... I got an email from Vistaprint being like, hey, come check out our, like, pre-Christmas deals um, last year or the year before. And so I went on to look because I, I don't know why. I think I was bored. It was late one night. And they had a really good deal on calendars. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can make her a calendar. Like, it lets you put in all of your, like, dates and stuff. So, like, I can put in everyone's birthday so they don't, we don't have to write them on the calendar. Cool. They're already in there. Yeah. And then I can put whatever pictures I want. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do, like, a, I'm going to make her a calendar of all of the animals because she loves them all. Like, it was 90% Milo and Zoe. I tossed in a couple Essie pictures because it was her fine. first year there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dominating now. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. She's got quite a few. But, so this year... My dad was like, are you getting your mom a calendar or do I have to go and buy her one? And I was like, no, no, I'm making it. I just have to, like, put the pictures together. Um, and he was like, you know what you should do? He's like, you should get all of the animals together and get a picture of them in front of the Christmas tree for December. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's better than what I was going to think of to do. So, yeah, like, let's do it. So I get all of the animals up here and I'm trying to get the dogs to sit and take a picture before I can even think to get Essie in there. Mm -hmm. So Zoe comes over and sits. Milo got spooked and wouldn't come by the tree anymore. No matter how hard I tried, no matter how many cookies I tempted him with, he wouldn't. Yeah. I ended up trying to put Essie down and she stood in front of the tree, looked at me, and then walked in behind the tree. And I was like, okay, so fuck me. Mm -hmm. And then you came up, not knowing what I was trying to do or why, and was trying to help me. Like... <laughs> I don't remember how it got started or what happened, but you laughed. And you laughed like Woody Woodpecker. And I peed myself a lot. And it was like, we were both stopped in one position trying not to pee ourselves. Just dying laughing oh at the fact that, because you laughed. And then we looked at each other and you're like, I just laughed like Woody Woodpecker. why I was trying to get a pic I was just like I'm just trying to get a picture of them in front of the Christmas tree you didn't even care you're like okay this is what we're trying to do didn't even question it no no I just figured it was an innocent picture we've tied ties on Diesel before and put a dress on Callie and made them sit in front of the yeah. Christmas tree before so I just figured you were trying to do that with these guys too yeah, yeah. didn't end up working I ended up just I'll have to post the picture because I just put fake Santa hats on, like cartoon Santa hats on them. It was perfect. And a Christmas it was tree. It was perfect, and the and the fake snow in front of them. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, it was glitter, not snow, but yeah. Um. So I had one last note in in my notes too from from my Christmas past. Oh, okay. Yes. Um. I was and what I was googling before to see what this article was. My mom, being the nurse um, that she was, uh, they used to get a lot of Christmas articles and, you know, like the good housewives stuff in the, in the doctor's lounges and nurses' lounges. So she 
came across this one article that said, if you wrap your turkey up in a towel and put it in the dryer after your dinner, like leave it on the serving tray, just put a towel around it and put it in the dryer, it'll keep the flow of air circulating and it'll keep it cool enough that you won't have to like race upstairs and have to put it away in the fridge and all that other stuff. It'll stay there while you don't like you're entertaining. Like are we turning the dryer on? No, the okay. dryer's off. Okay. Because you have that vent going outside. Yeah. The cool air is like back flowing into the dryer to keep the because it is quite cool inside of your dryer yeah. if you if you don't like have it on yeah you can feel how cold it is because that backflow of air outside in december is coming back into your dryer yeah so she did not tell any of us this story that she read this article or anything and we had this amazing table downstairs so we didn't like we had this house three bedroom house upstairs mm -hmm. Lovely finished rec room that my dad finished a long time ago. And everybody in the 70s was and the 80s were starting to eat tea, like food in front of the TV. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. So my mom and dad thought, hey, instead of everybody sitting at TV tables, how about we just bring a table downstairs and we can actually have like supper downstairs. Yeah. So that's what we ended up doing for any big dinners. That was our dining room was downstairs. Okay. So just outside of the dining room or where the table was, was the laundry room. Yeah. So there was a door that shut it so nobody would have to look into the laundry room while you're eating Christmas dinner. Yeah, I remember. So she just got up from the table, went into the laundry room with the turkey, and we heard the dryer door open and shut okay they're like mom what, what are you doing <laughs> we had all thought she lost her fucking mind yeah like mom what the fuck yeah like are you trying to fluff dry the turkey <laughs> like it was really fucking good turkey like you didn't have to toss it in the fucking dryer yeah why are you towel. ruining it what the hell you're fluffing like we none of us knew what the hell she was doing and she just started to giggle and she's no no and she tried to explain it we were all on the floor at this point <laughs> because it was just like oh my god this woman has lost her freaking mind she's gonna fluff dry her turkey the stuffing's gonna be everywhere like we had no idea what but it was this damn article that she was so insistent but yeah we and every christmas every christmas we just died would she do it oh fuck yeah oh when about did you guys, because I remember being in your house. Yeah. You had a fridge downstairs in the laundry room. When did that come about? Oh, that was much later. Oh, okay. Much later. And that was in the, in the other room. Wasn't it? Oh, no, no, it no, was no, in. Yep, yep, you're right. There was one. Because like, you walked in and there was the fridge. Yep. Before uh, where that fridge was, there was a freezer. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, why? When did you just put it in the fridge? Nope. That fridge was not there. <laughs> okay. That makes yep, sense. Yep, yep. That makes yep. sense. So those, all those crazy traditions. And yes, we, we never had a real tree. We had a fake tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had a fake tree. 
You've always had a real tree. Even living in my apartment, I convinced my ex. I was like, no, we're getting a fucking, like, we're getting a real tree. Mm-hmm. It'll be a small one, mm-hmm. but we're getting a real tree. Yep. And a real tree we had. And because of this silly pandemic last year, it was so funny. We had our fun time. We went to a tree farm first time last year. Yep. Um, Usually and- we go to a church. Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny enough. Well, I mean, it. Yeah. we've been going there ever since I can remember because they will, what they do is they take all of the proceeds that they've made with these trees yeah. and they split it between needy families in their church and give it to them so that they can have, <laughs> Sorry. so that they can have um, a good Christmas and they can like, you know, get presents and get food and stuff, which yeah. is why we usually do that. True. The spirit of giving and all yes. that. But they didn't have it last year because of the pandemic. Yes, so we went to a tree farm, and they tied it up for us, which was great. But this, we misjudged how wide this tree was. In the wilderness, this tree looked very small, Yeah. in my defense, because I picked it out. Mm. It was beautiful. It, it was. was. And beautiful. next to all of the other trees, I was like, this is a small tree. Like, it's not a usual tree that we get. Yeah. Well, how about we just get this one? It's smaller. We don't need a big tree. Yeah. Yeah. In a house. Mm-hmm. It's a different story. Yeah. I wish we had taken a video. I, I wish we had did. We wish we had done that as well because it, just the reveal of cutting the first one and and we went oh and it sort of like popped out a little bit wider and we were like oh maybe we're gonna have to move that table back a little bit more. Yeah, and then I cut the second one and was just about pushed across the room. Yeah, and it just about cleared everything off the table. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, oops, <laughs> we might have. Uh, misjudged how wide this tree was. Yeah, and I will never forget, my dad looked at me and said, this is a really nice tree, mm-hmm. and I love you, mm-hmm. but come time I have to take this tree out of this house, I'm gonna fucking hate you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were needles everywhere. Mm. Yep, yep. Yeah. I I don't know, I, and I don't know, I mean, I've grown up with a real tree my whole life, so I don't know, I don't get the whole thing of the fake tree. Yeah. I mean, it's easy, it's convenient, but it's not Christmas, in my opinion, to me. And see, I feel bad for poor Grandma D, not Grandma D, for uh, Grandma Simmons. Mm. Grandma Simmons was probably, she loved having a tree, but she hated putting it up. Mm-hmm. So, she would always have a fake tree as well. Yeah. And they insisted that she have a real one. I remember one year she had a real tree, but it was a tiny little tabletop tree. Yes. Yes. And they tried to do that every year, and it was just a pain in the freaking ass. So it was always us that would have to go and put together that damn tree. And I don't even know. I don't even know why people have fake trees. They're so stupid. So stupid. Yeah. That one was dumb. Now, Grandma, Grandma D, their, their basement wasn't, like, it was big, mm-hmm. but height-wise, it wasn't very big. No. And she always loved how massive and, like, big our trees were. Mm-hmm. And they would always go out, and they would get really big trees, and then they would cut the top off. The top. And that would be their tree. Yeah. And we would come up around Christmas and there'd be like a dead half a tree sitting there. Yeah. We're like, what happened to your tree? They're like, oh, isn't that cute? Isn't it the cutest little tree? Sure. Okay, but what about the rest of it? That's dead out in the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
and when you guys were super little standing in front of Grandma Dee's tree, she would turn on her bird that she had. Oh, yeah. Chip, and you guys had to find the bird. Yep. yep. Never could. Nope. I don't think I ever found that bird. Nope. She had these little drummer boy things. Oh, yes. Those were my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. I've always wondered what, what happened to them. She had a clock that chimed. A different Christmas carol every hour. Yes, because she had one that was up the rest of the year that was a different bird that tweeted every hour. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. God, that woman loved musical things and she things did. that made noises. I think it just made her happy. Yeah. And this year, you and I got each other a Grandma D gift. Yes. Yes. Mom got me a dancing Hello Kitty cool girl from my car. Yep. Because Grandma D used to have all those dancing uh, solar-powered flowers on her dash. Yeah. And at least ten. At least. At least. At all times. Uh, yeah. And then, if you've ever seen on TikTok, they have these cactuses that mm-hmm. you can get. <laughs> where if, like, you play a song or something or say something, they mimic it. Yeah. And I immediately bought one for my mom. And that was her Grandma D gift this year. Yes. Yes. It was great. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And then, because this is coming out after I see her, I also got one from my youngest nephew, my best friend's son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to be allowed to see him again. Nope. <laughs> Wait until you're 20, buddy. <laughs> you can say fun stuff to it then. <laughs> uh, but it's not all about the gifts. It's about no. the giving. I literally, I have no chill when it comes to Christmas. No chill? Yeah. What do you mean? I I don't like to be, and we've talked about this, I don't like being the center of attention. I don't like, oh, yeah. I don't like getting gifts. I mean, everyone loves to get gifts, but yeah. it's so awkward to have people stare at me while I open gifts. Yes. But I love to give gifts. I will go broke at Christmas to give a gift. Yeah. Because, because I you, love giving. You need to feel that euphoria of somebody else opening up the perfect gift that you've just given them. And, yeah, that that feeling makes you feel good. I think my gift euphoria came when I finally found those patches mm. on yeah. Christmas Eve. Yes, yes, yes. Although yes. I think that might be a story for another day. Mm, maybe. Maybe. You're hoarding ways. <laughs> Not hoarding, it's just my hiding ways. Oh, your hiding ways. Yeah. Yes. Not a lot of traditions from here, but we like baking our cookies. Yeah. Eating our cookies. Really didn't do a whole lot of baking this year. No. I think Christmas just kind of sprung up on us this year, honestly. Yeah, there were so many things that I wanted to order offline for you guys. Like, I had such great ideas for everybody, and then it was like, how did December 15th get here so fast? Yeah. It's... Like, I have so many things to order, and I just forgot all yeah i should set an alarm for like september 1st september 1st i'll order all my christmas gifts next year or just start ordering now mm, no then i'll forget where i put them you'll be like me yeah <laughs> yeah well i hope everyone had a good christmas yes me too i i would just like to shout out right now because i can't stop staring at my nails yeah, so I just want to shout out nail biters. Um, Mom and I went and got our nails done today. It was one of my Christmas gifts. Yeah. And they always do such a fabulous job. Oh my god. I, I confessed to your father tonight. I was like, I just, I can't believe how good it just feels to get a good 
manicure done and just have your nails look so fucking fine. Yeah. And, like, I'm going into work again tomorrow. Going back to work again tomorrow, I should say. Yeah. And I was like, yes, my nails are going to be on point. Yeah, like, they're just... (laughs) Look how awesome they are, bitches. They do such a good job. And they take such care of your nails, like, they, they always, you can get them done as long as you want, but they will always let you know that it's good to get them taken off mm-hmm. and have a breather mm-hmm. to let your, like, your actual nail grow yeah. out and, you know, strengthen. And I've been going to them for a couple years now, and I will not stop ever going to see them. Yeah, I'm pretty much hooked now, too. Yeah. I love them so much. So I just wanted to give them a shout out because I think everyone should go and try them at least once. Yeah. Because I love them. Yep, they're good. All right, well, I hope everyone has a safe and happy new year. Yes, happy and new years. Yes, we will We'll talk to everyone in the new year. Yeah. And stay safe and don't drink and drive. No, no, that's bad. Also, don't drink and text your ex either. And we'll talk about our stupid resolutions next time. If we make any. Yeah. <laughs> if. Yeah. Well, All right. All right. Everyone have a great time. And stay we will. Safe. Talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Bye.